Start. We're starting. Uh, we're in the middle. Or we started last time. Uh, Perak base. We started Perak base. We did. Yeah. Well, let's start. Let's start again. Let's start again. So all of this that we've been discussing up until now is dealing with the idea of kapara and mechilas avon. What are we talking about here? We're talking about the idea of being Michael, right, to the person in an absolute way. Why? This is what we're going back to. The bottom line is that what? Machel to the what? Machel means to forgive, right? That he's forgiving on the fact that he, mamish, he, he rebelled against the king. Remind ourselves. Remember what we talked about last time. The idea of tshuva is not necessarily the idea of I did X wrong and that's my problem. Right? The idea of tshuva is based on the fact that I went against the king. So that means that the fact that I did X, Y, Z, P, D, Q, all that wrong is a big issue for me. So it, the idea of tshuva is not that I'm, I'm going and I'm fixing up one point. The idea of tshuva is that I'm fixing up the, the essential concept that I was rebelling against the king. That's the, that's the main point of tshuva. That's what we're talking about here. So, okay, so fine. The person, he, he, we talked about the idea in chapter one. He stopped doing the sin. Whatever the sin was, he stopped doing it. Right? He stopped doing the sin. He asked for forgiveness. Right? Khatati, abiti, pashati, etc., etc. That's done. So now, however, the ain maskirim lo davar vechetzi davar beyom adin la ancho al zechas vishon Not only that. It says that when a person does this type of tshuva, what happens? He's not going to be punished in the world to come. He's not. There's no issues. He's not mentioning this sin again in the world to come. Nothing. Everything is right. Is hunky dory in terms of he has he. Everything is complete. Everything is clear. The slate is clear, as they say, right? Right. It's completely potter from the din in halam haba. Omnam, however. However, here we're talking about another issue altogether. What is he saying, Shali? You catching what he's saying? No, Hananya, what is he saying? No, what's happening, guys? I gotta wake up this morning. No one had drank coffee this morning. No, what is he saying? What, remind me of your first name. Max. Max, okay. What's he saying? Hashem wants us to do his, um, to do tshuva, and it's, it's like a korban. He gets a nachat ruach from it. Okay, but let's talk about in terms of relationship. What's going on here? What's going on here is not that Hashem wants, as much as that the idea is that we want Hashem to want. In other words, the, the point that we're going to bring out, the main point of Perak base is, in a nutshell, is... We're, we're clean. The bottom line is, right, we, we, God forbid the person was indicted, right? He was supposed to go to jail. And somehow we organized through mediators, he organized through his lawyer, that no problem, he's not going to jail anymore, we're dropping the charges. But the relationship is not there. That's the point. The relationship, the way he was before this whole event happened is completely different from the relationship that he has now with the king. 
That's the Nakuda that we're dealing with now. The king says, fine, no problem. You, you're good. You're, you're, all charges are dropped. But there's a bad taste in his mouth. And who's about the king? Both. Both, really. But the truth is, more, we're more concerned about the kings because I'm the one that did something wrong. I did something wrong, so therefore, the king has a bad taste. He's like, okay, uh, you know, fine, the charges are dropped. I don't want to ever see your face again. That's not acceptable to us. Same thing with any relationship. The relationship is, is the key to the point. This is what he's been stressing since, since Parak Aleph. Since Parak Aleph, what he's been talking about is, on the one hand, yes, what is tshuva? Tshuva means stop doing the sin. Okay, that's it. That is the classical definition of tshuva, of what is real tshuva. But the, the etzim nekuda that's underlying this whole discussion so far, and really throughout the entire book, is the whole idea uh, is there has to be, that there, I want there to be a relationship between me and God. That's what it's predicated upon. And so therefore, okay, charges are finished, charges are dropped. But what about the relationship? Oh, that's a different thing altogether. Now that's what we're talking about. Now we have to, we have to overcome that relationship. And he's going to give a marshal in Perak Tess, a very interesting marshal for this, that if you imagine like a, a string or a, you know, a rope that winds up ripping, right? So you have two pieces of the rope. So if you tie it together in a very, very strong knot, you could essentially make the rope, number one, stronger than it was before, and number two, that the two sides are actually closer than it was ever before. The same thing with any type of relationship. That on the one hand, you have the pristine relationship that you have between two people that hopefully is beautiful. But sometimes through difficulties you could delve the relationship and you can make the relationship a much deeper relationship than it was ever before. That's what we're talking about here. And that's what he says here. That it should be, that Hashem should be, like it should be in his rotson, that it should be, that it should be appealing to him. Merutza means accepted. What's chaviv? What cherished, right. Like it was before the chay. Namely, in other words, if you, let's say, that you have a relationship with someone else and you cause there to be a problem in the relationship, you cause a, is it a major issue, right? And then you just go about doing like it was the, you know, three days before, five days before, seven days before. The other person is going to look at you like, you know what I mean? It's like not... You have to somehow figure out a way to, to get it back to that same state of being that it was before whatever happened, happened. It's not enough just to go about doing your chores, right? Like a person, like sometimes uh, they're at work, right? And they they're have a, uh, an official, you know, uh, responsibility that they're supposed to do and they mess up big time. So they're like, they say they're sorry to the boss or whatever and, and then they just continue going. The boss is going to look at him like, Still, like with a negative eye or with a, like a bad feeling in his mouth, because he never really <coughs> fixed the relationship, and so therefore he looks at him like in a certain level of disdain. Okay, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming you anymore for what you did wrong. That's the point here. <laughs> is, is it even possible to just have to fix? Like, yes. Like if you think about, it, like you know, even like you know, in a relationship between like a like a husband and a wife, like let's say like one. Uh, 
like one of the one of the Falcons they went they went behind the other's back and they did something wrong, right? So they went to someone else. Okay, let's say the other and okay, and they they are forgiven by the other by, by the partner, right? But but they, 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 even if they they can never actually like really go back to the state they were before. Like, there's always going to be that like. Thing. So it's very interesting. There are certain things in human relationships that you could say, well, that's a, that's a deal breaker. Like, that's it. It's not, it's not going to get back. But the Ebishter doesn't exist such a thing. But with human beings also, even if you ha- get into an argument, let's say you get into an argument with your parents. Let's give that as an example, right? It, you could go from that argument, you could be, have a deeper relationship potentially than you did before you had that argument if it's done right. Because you could delve a deeper connection. Because before, it could be that the relationship was on a very superficial level. Right? You were like, they did this, you did this, but you know, and you're all like, you know, you're all in your own, you know, rotational circles. You're doing your own things or whatever. But then you clash. But when you clash, if you clash in the right way or like after the clashing, there's the potential to go much deeper in the relationship than you ever had before. And therefore, really, a lot of times, like you see it, that after there's a problem, you could really become much closer because it's like it just causes the relationship to have to go deeper. Right? You're, you're going deeper into that connection between two people as opposed to constantly being on this superficial level. So sometimes it's even advantageous to be a little bit confrontational right? in order to try to bring out something in the other party that wasn't there before. Right? Okay, so he says like this. So he has to bring a korban oila. So this is an interesting idea. So in the, in, in the, in the Medrash it explains that what is this idea? That it explains it should be right, acceptable to him. Right? This is talking about, there's a whole question over there, a discussion, like what is this Korban Oila there for? It goes back and forth. Could it be for this? Could it be for that? And no, he explains that it can't be for a lot of these things because the punishment for a negative commandment that, right, is, is whipping and there's all different types of commands. So, so what, what, is the, what is the Korban for? So he explains... The first chapter of Zvachim, the oila mechaper is al mitzvah's asay. That what's happening? That the oila offering is is atoning, so to speak, is fixing up, right, for a positive commandment that he didn't do. And then it says very interesting words. Okay, what's the chiddush here? What's the chiddush? Brings a big chiddush. Shlaimi, what's the Chiddush in that line? Have to look at the line first. No? No, Max, help us out here. What's the Chiddush? Still trying to figure that out. What's Doron? What? What's Doron? Doron. 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 Present. Present. You don't know anyone named Doron? What? No, I do know. I, just, I never thought of what the name was. He wasn't a present in your life? What? He wasn't a present for you, that person. Yeah. But in general, we don't get punishments for um, not having a clarity to do mitzvah asay. And so the fact that we are, in fact, that we've been on something that isn't 
isn't punishable um, kind of dr drills in the drills in the point that this isn't a um, this isn't like a the, the, the sacrifice this chuva isn't a chuva in order to get off the hook it's a chuva because we want to be doing chuva okay very good I want to see more no Hananya Ma'atase what is it come on come on guys you got to dig a little bit I need to bring Josh back out of retirement here come on Oh. still gives the, the Corbanola as to like, like you said, with the relationship between like they go, they go into like a, a higher state, like they go, they're getting deeper, so like. This is, this is the Chiddush, the Chiddush is, you, you sort of touched upon it. The Chiddush here is that the, the Corban is not part of the Tshuva. In other words, let's say that a person doesn't do Tshuva and he just wants to give a gift. So, so that's not interesting for us. Shem's going to wipe it off the table. That's not it. It's, it's a two Nikuda thing. The Nikuda point here is that you do tshuva. First thing is tshuva. But the tshuva is not enough. The tshuva is enough for getting the slate clean. But then afterwards, there's the present. Afterwards is the, the trying to go beyond yourself to make a relationship. And it's similar to what you said. In other words, it's a positive commandment. So we learn in chapter one, what, about, what, is, what happens with the positive commandment? positive commandment we said in chapter number one, you're immediately Michael. That's what the Bryson Yuma said. It's not because it's less, in certain ways it's even more pro of a problem that you, than you made with the negative commandment. That's what the Alter Rebbe explains to us in the first chapter, right? But what's the point over there? You're already Michaeled with the positive commandment. Everything is done. Negative commandment, when do you get Michaeled? Yom Kippur. Right, and what about if it has, uh, what about if it's Chorus or Mesa's Basin? Who remembers? Who's doing Chazara? No one's doing Chazara. That Yom Kippur and then Yisurim. Yisurim, right. Right? So we see that the person is ready, Michael. Everything is done. Everything's finished. So, but nevertheless, after it's all done, he's still, the way to accomplish is by doing the Doran at that point. <laughs> so for example right a person had a problem with the king and he pacified him through different agents in order to nevertheless what's going to happen he's still going to send a present afterwards in order that he should become acceptable in front of the eyes of the king, in front of the, the king, that he should be appearing, right? Like a good, like something, a very positive uh, uh, connection. That's how to do it. What does it mean, Also what it says in the Torah with these words, to become acceptable and to atone for him. Next. Nafsho. This is not the kapara of his soul. This whole thing with the bringing the korban is only that they have a nachas ruach in front of the eibishter. Like he's explaining over there in the Gemara. Right? Because like the Alter Rebbe is explaining here in this parenthesis. He's clarifying. The Lashon of kapara that is explained with the connection to this is not that it's that the understanding is a kapara of his soul, right? That is, that it's, that it's all clean. 
right? Because this was already done. The tshuva already did this. We already got. We already became clean. The kavana is different. The kavana is how do I forge a relationship moving forward? That's the idea. Be continually to the Ratzon of Hashem that is acceptable to Hashem. Now, so now we have a problem. The problem is that we do sins. We do tshuva, Baruch Hashem. Right? That's the first step in the whole process. But we don't have a korban to bring. So what do we do? <laughs> so, so now we go back to the point that we brought at the end of chapter 1. We brought an issue. We said that tainus is not tshuva. Fasting is not tshuva. So why does it mention and all over the place about fasting and this fasting and that? So where does that come into the whole story? So now we have an answer to that. That's the first thing we're going to deal with, right? We're going to deal with that in chapter 2. Fasting, bechlal. So first thing we mention in chapter 1, at the end of chapter 1, is it's fasting for the future. But now we're bringing a more edel point here. The edel point here is that we have to, that since we don't have something to fix up the relationship like we had before with the carbon, so now we have tainis, right? And as the Rebbe is going to explain, obviously in going into chapter 3, we're going to conclude this discussion, is that nowadays we don't do this. This is, not, this is not the direction of nowadays. We'll see more about that in chapter 3. But first we have to understand the concept, right? Like it says in the Gemara, right? And this is what we say during the davening in, our, in, a, in a fast day. That there should be a lessening of my fat, right? Fat is the indication of the tainug, of the pleasure. And dami, blood, is the indication of the life force that I have within me. It should be lessened as though I brought a korban in front of you. So instead of bringing an animal, instead of bringing a sheep or a goat or whatever it is, I'm bringing the sheep and the goat from me. That I become the sheep and the goat. That this is my way of saying to Hashem, because like it says, Hashem needs a goat, Hashem needs a sheep. What does Hashem need a sheep for? He doesn't need it. It's me, the idea that I'm changing myself, that I'm giving over to the Abishter. I'm trying to give something of me in order to make this relationship with the Abishter a better relationship than I had before. That's the objective in this whole story. And that's what I'm working on. Okay? All right. So I have to, uh, I have to run right now.